port first. Oh, naturally. It is mm. necessary when you are at war. At war? With the rules and their machines. John, this. This is a fight to the death. For existence itself. I see. In which one of us will be obliterated. Oh, as bad as that? Yes. So bad that it is conceivable that you too will be obliterated. Oh, come now. There's no need to exaggerate. There's no exaggeration. You want to kill us, don't you? You want to. When a planet disintegrates, nothing survives. Disintegrates this planet, hmm? Yes. Welcome to Two Guys, a Girl, and a Podcast. We're doing Two Guys in a Podcast today. No girl, because we're doing classic Doctor Who. Uh, we're going to be looking at a recent release animated of Galaxy 4. I am Ken. Jeff. And before we get into Galaxy 4, which is a William Hartnell 1965 episode, could talk about any news or... Anything going on with Doctor Who or other things? I have been watching Moon Knight still. It's, and it's should wrap up this week. Yeah. Which would be after this podcast gets posted, probably. No, this podcast, actually, we're going to... Um, Legends of the Sea Devil posted last week. Is that correct? Um, yes. So I'm going to wait two weeks before we post this one. And then, because um, that's what we've been doing is every two weeks, right? Or every other week, that's what I mean. So um, I'm not planning on posting it before the next Moon Knight. But it'll be, the, it'll be posted before we meet next. So um, anyways... Oh, I also found out that there's a another Blade Runner comic book based on the uh, anime that they did, Black Lotus. Mm-hmm. It comes out in May. This starts coming out in May, May or June. I still have to watch the other one. I haven't finished it yet. <sighs> so is that coming out? But I haven't really... Well, I've been watching the... I watched the Batman again. <laughs> so that's been pretty good. I did notice, and I don't know why I didn't pick it up the first two times I watched it, but the guy, when Batman takes the Venom, shoots it into his leg and goes after one of the Riddler's guys and just beats, beats him. He was the guy that Bruce Wayne was talking to in the church for the funeral for the mayor. I'm like, I didn't know. I couldn't believe I didn't notice that the first two times. I was like, oh, that's the guy that he was talking to. So. Um, two CW shows were canceled. Uh, the um, Batwoman and Legends of Tomorrow. Um, no big loss. I, I, I gave up on Batwoman. I, I didn't like it that much. A lot of people didn't seem to like it. It seemed to be too preachy. Mm-hmm. I very never watched. Much, yeah, very much had an agenda. Um, it, it, may, it was making less than half a million viewers. It was just, um, yeah. Uh, Legends Tomorrow is crazy, and that's why I kept watching that show. But it was, it got really, it got preachy as well. Uh, it always been preachy, but it, it got really seriously preachy in this last season or so and um 
you know, we've talked about Doctor Who, the newer episodes being preachy, and at some point, the people who are creating these shows have to decide whether or not to be preachy or to do good stories. If you can do really, really good stories and you can add a little bit of preach to it, then that's usually okay. Some people will say, no, 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 but I think that's usually okay, but you got to have good stories. You can't let the preach be more important than the story. And that's what's happening with a lot Doctor of shows. Who. Now, this last episode, I didn't had a preachy level to it. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm legend, not legends, legend of the sea devils. Yeah. Legends of tomorrow. Legends of the sea. Devils. Legend of the sea devils had a preachiness to it, but it wasn't over the top. But they didn't just they didn't deliver on anything else. So, um, and fans are starting to get turned off by that too, because you can tell by the ratings. And well, yeah, I, I mean, mean the ratings are take because people don't want to go watch a superhero show and be preached to. They they go and watch and Doctor Who and all those science fiction stuff to be preached to. Yeah, they want to go there for an escape. And Star Trek Discovery has that same problem. They they but Star Trek's always been kind of like that so you kind of okay but discovery can get pretty preachy at times too yeah um and when it's when it's difficult to watch the episode where you have to kind of like build up to kind i have to build up to kind of watch something like that and um picard um on and off has been very preachy this season um it's tough When, when you have someone that basically is telling you what you should think um, and and Flash has become very very preachy as well, and I'm not liking that. And it's and it's not you know alone because the ratings are showing that. Yeah. So. And again, you know, if 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 you can do if you can combination both of them together, then maybe you can you can get away with it. But you know. I mean, Classic Who was good at that. I mean, you would have, like, the Green Death. It's about pollution, but that was always in the background. Why are the maggots getting big and turning into giant killer flies? Well, because they were eating the pollution that this factory was going into. But it was kind of like this background story. You're more interested in the Doctor and Joe. Are they gonna, how are they going to get out of this thing? Classic Who was always good at, you know, subtle well, I mean, doing it. yeah, Legends of Tomorrow, I, I can name one example, and, and I'm very vague on this because I'm, I'm I don't have a good memory of it, so if anyone thinks I'm totally wrong, then go ahead and post a comment. But there, Legends of Tomorrow goes back in time, and they deal with people from history. And over the years, they've met up with some pretty bad people from history, people who have slaughtered people who have, you know, been killers, you know. And what generally happens is they're like, oh, they're killers, and then there's usually a jokey part of it, and sometimes the killers are kind of like jokey, or they're, they're and, and it's not taken seriously, you know, um, as much. They're bad guys still, and they're, they're treated as such, but there's a level of, that's okay, because this is a fun show, and we're not going to sit there and, and do that. But then this last season or two, um, 
they've been back in time in a time period where um, 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 the, the certain races were not treated properly, and they were they, they, the legends were ripped. They were like, "This is horrible, sees. This is a horrible uh, time period." And that person is horrible because they are are um, racist and prejudiced. And they would keep telling us, reminding us about that throughout the season. And more so than the people that slaughtered thousands of people that you were joking around with two seasons ago, it just seems like it's hypocritical that they, they have that message that they want to present. And it, it, it got in the way of the show. You, you can certainly give us the message by keeping it within the construct. But if you're going to continue to just, the characters have fun in the, when, they're, when they're the legends of tomorrow, but they stop and they go, oh, this, this is really bad. And I'm like, yeah, th and that's what the fans are doing because they're watching this, these shows and they're going, yeah, this is really bad. You're right. <laughs> Stop taking us out of this fantasy story and reminding us that history is bad, you know. But anyways, I could go on about that. And I could go on about it. Well, anyways, I'm not going to go into any further because I'll just make people mad. Uh, let's go into Galaxy 4. Um, which didn't have any controversy behind it, I don't think. And um, No, it was just two alien races on the planet. One of them was peace, peaceful, and the other one was a bunch of killers. So, And the my, doctor, Stephen and Vicky, were stuck in the middle trying to figure out who was telling the truth. And then they find out that the planet only had a day left. Yeah, so... This episode, I've always I haven't I don't know much about this one. I I did read the book a long time ago. I always assumed that the story was these beautiful women showed up. Everyone would have th uh, thought that they were the good guys, and because the um, Rills were creatures and horrible and ugly that they were the bad guys but in reality it was the beautiful women that were and that's how it was always described in these books but when i watched the episode the animated with it with a, some live stuff in it the the women were evil to begin with they were they came right out they took them hostage they were leaving them as hostage they were they were treating them badly there was no i don't think there was any at any point other than initial reactions to the real and screaming there was no like confusing the two that you thought the real were the bad guys oh no you knew right off you knew that the dravins especially their leader maga you knew the right off the bet that they were the villains but it just it was... seemed like in every description they were always saying this tricked everyone and it didn't it didn't i mean and maybe back then the mentality was if you had a horrible looking creature that they would be it would be a creature it would be a bad guy and the women wouldn't be but um that's not the case in this so i was a little thrown off by that because yeah you know right right from the get-go yeah. it wasn't like any big surprise at all i also find it odd that the doctor didn't seem to be interested in saving them. Like they were saying, we're on this planet. How do we get off of this? And the doctor's like, oh, well, and I'm not sure why, you know, where his, 
you know, obviously he wouldn't necessarily bundle, bundle him into a TARDIS and take off, but he didn't yeah, seem was, interested in Yeah, it was very him. undoctor-like. They, they all, they run in the TARDIS. The planet is, like, breaking up and destroying. And then you see Stephen open up the TARDIS door, throw the cable out, close the TARDIS door. Yeah. <laughs> and the three, there are three remaining drive-ins falling into the lava of the planet. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, Wow, that's kind of like a cruel, you know. That's kind of like the doctor's just like, "Oh, sucks to be you. See you later." <laughs> and, and, and to tell you the truth, they, the dra- drivens uh, or whatever, they weren't that evil. They weren't like slaughtering people left and right. I don't even know if they killed anyone. I mean, they, well, Maya they... killed her one, one of her. True, uh, they were like lying on the ground. There was a chumbly or something, oh, or yeah. she was just like crawling away, and she just stands over and just shoots her. You're injured. You failed. You're gonna die now. Bang! She killed. <laughs> Try to blame it on, on the uh, the rills. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. Well, and, and again, they they were they were not good people. They were desperate because they were stuck stuck on this planet, and they didn't go into. I don't think they went into the. Well, they had the he said she said about who shot at who at the at the start. They the neat thing about this was that they, I watched the black and white animation. And um, I, I think they had a color animation. But I yeah, there's both. I, when I first got it, I watched it in black and white. And when I rewatched it yesterday for this, I watched the color version. And um, they showed the spaceships, and that, I'm assuming, was not in the original. Um, that they didn't have any model effects or anything. That they just kind of told the story, and as they told the story, they showed the animated. Did you notice at the end the, the mistake? One of the drive-ins actually got out alive because they zapped her, and she was just paralyzed. And then when the, the rails started up their ship and were starting to get going, the doctor Stephen and Vicky run right by her, and she's still unconscious on the floor as the doors close and the ship goes off. I'm no. like, well, at least one of them, one of the girls, got out alive. Well, and they could have put them all in a prison and brought them, you know, and. and I, it just seemed kind of odd that they they didn't address that, and it's not like other episodes from that era didn't do stuff like that either. They they did. I mean, you know, but the first Doctor's a little. I mean, people have made comments in the past about how David Tennant's Doctor just left all the ood behind in the um, um, Impossible Planet. Um, yeah, he he did. He 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 saved all the people. But he left all the dude. Yeah, well, and he said he couldn't save him, but you know, did he? Is that really the case? And and I I thought because that episode was so great in my opinion that I really I didn't bo- that didn't bother me, but it is something that someone brought up. And then and this is a situation where, you know, like you know, the to quote Peter Davison, I wish there was another way. And William Hartnell, could there have been another way that you could have saved the well, I guess not. I guess you're just going to leave and go off to your next adventure. And, and well, the drive-ins fine. were just like firing on the uh, Chumleys there and not trying to get into the ship to, or or listen to say, hey, they, they're, they're leaving. And they're just like trying to yeah. kill the Chumleys. And I'm like, okay, but shouldn't you like go into the real the real ship? And, and the real's just like, we're like, well, we already gave you an offer. We're leaving now. See ya. <laughs> so I thought, that, what color were the rills, by the way, in the animated? Green. 
Green, okay, because I read somewhere where a lot of people thought they might have been, the production of them were green, and Peter Purvis has said many times that they were actually blue, but I was wondering if they had listened to him or just listened, it, just, it sounds like they just went with green. All I know is there was a lot of orange in that because the planet and the sky were orange, and it was a lot of orange because they're going back from the ship to the other ship, and all you see is orange. <laughs> the um, I thought the design of the characters was pretty good. The the guns that the dragons have, the dragon costumes, the Chumleys were okay. You know, a little kind of like ridiculous. Um, the dragons were blue. Their costumes were blue. Maybe that's what Peter Purvis was getting confused oh, about. And um, but the set for the Draven ship was horrible. Now, in the animated, it was okay, but when you, when, he watched, when I sat back and watched the episode Airlock, uh, it looked like someone took a patio set. And just put it together. And yeah. put it, it, put it um, in the middle of the table, uh, the table sitting there with its, and it was a patio set, like a little teeny, where you have tea in your backyard or whatever. Um, so that was kind of underwhelming. The ships also had a lot of... They they rehashed the Dalek noises. Mm. All the Dalek sound effects, like when the doors open, and you can hear that dun 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 stuff. And I was just like... Yeah, for a I second, go, I was like, where are the Daleks? You know, I thought this yeah, was I'm like, I know this is episode one, the first story of the season three, which has the 12-parter Dalek master plan, but you could have at least tried to make, tried to make an attempt to make their ship sound a little different. Oh, the the design of the real ship was pretty cool, except the problem is that when you have clear walls and and doors that come down that have, like, little bars across them uh, and characters are caught behind the, the door that comes down, is all they needed to do was crawl under it. Yeah. And with the clearness of that, where you could see back to this backstage, you can actually see people in the back. <laughs> At one point, you saw you saw someone in the back, and you're like, "Who's that?" You know, so it, it, it's, and and I think you know, we I think at one point we actually see someone standing right off of camera, but they're right in the camera, and they they're like they were coming to it just it just was a little sloppy, and it showed more of the production than it probably should have. I know the design is cool; it's a neat little idea, but then you could see two or three rooms over and you can see some of the other set and stuff like that. So it was a little, um, it's hard to, um, yeah, and that's noticeable in the, in the actual episode. I think they did a better job, obviously with the animation, they were able to make it a little better. Yes, they did. I think they did anyway. It was a simple story too. It wasn't much, much to it. It was, you know, enjoyable, you know, simple story. You didn't have to overthink. It was just go from one ship to the other and MAGA holding Vicky and Steven prisoner and then the doctor's like, oh, I'm going to turn their gas off so they can't breathe. <laughs> Which seemed like kind of, why, why is he doing that? I was like, but yeah, it was a pretty simple story. There's an odd scene where um, the leader of the Dravins turns and talks right to the camera for quite a while. Um, 
you know, people kept saying, oh, well, William Hartnell turned and wished everyone a Merry Christmas to the, that was fun. That was the first time they ever done this, you know, she didn't, well, she wasn't addressing us, the viewer, but she was still talking right into the camera. It was kind of awkward. Um, I mean, it's funny. I'm most of the notes I made were from that, that airlock episode and the animated is the animated. Um, you know, I prefer the, the live action obviously, but, um, yeah, I was a little underwhelmed with this story. I thought it was okay. Um, a lot, lot of back and forth. I thought the Rills design was excellent. Um, overall, I thought the acting was pretty good. I think Stephen um, Peter Purvis hated this episode. Um, I think part of it was because it was written for um, other, you know, either Ian or Barbara's parts because. Um, Originally, it wasn't him. So this was a season two story then. Well, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, that's what he. I, I, I listened to the commentary, and that's what he said. Um, hmm. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a leftover script from the previous season or something. Yeah. The oh wait, it was recorded after Time Meddler as part of the series' second recording block. It's third episode. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what he was saying. Um, um, what's her name? Maureen was very confused about the episode too when she was talking about it. She was like, "Well, wait a minute, didn't this, you know?" And so their memory was a little weak on this one. Um, Uh, and they had found the um, the third episode airlock um, in 2011, I think. It wasn't that long ago that they no, found it. No, it wasn't. It was at least within 10 years. Let's I don't see. think I had ever seen it because they, they never really... They released it on a re-release of the Aztecs. Oh, you know what? Yeah. This one did have telesnaps because they did a telesnap thing for on that on that DVD set of the. Okay. And so, yeah, they released it on the Aztecs because you know they figured it's historical. Let's get people to buy the Aztecs. So that's what they yeah. stuck it on, which was kind of odd. Yeah, I'm 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 not sure where I'm getting this information. Um... It was found on March. It was. Uh, they released Airlock in 2013, so I think they found it, like you said, in 2011. Its return was announced on December 11th. I, I remember this. I think it was this one and whatever one they found with it. Oh, um, it was uh, Underwater Menace. One of the episodes of Underwater Menace. They um. They made the announcement at an event. And I, that got me mad. They found it in July, and they made the announcement December 11th, 2011. That made me mad. Uh, if because, and that was the beginning of it. Because then later on, we I got more mad at some of the stuff that they did. But I, and I, gotta, I get it. But they wanted to announce it to the couple of hundred people that were going to show up to an event and make it big for the event. And I get it, I guess. But you know, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one, I guess. It yeah, it was seemed... like one of those missing bleep wiped uh, BFI yeah. things. 
they do every year. Hey, this is what we found. So they held on to that for almost six months before they announced it, huh? That yeah. sucks. Um, there's a thing here where they talk about the differences in the animation, like the, the Chumbly's arms are retractable and more flexible. They do that thing where they have a little claw or something, and I'm like, that, that wasn't in the episode, but... I thought the animation wasn't bad, because it definitely, you know, the, the faces and the movements when I'm walking seemed a little bit, you know, better than some of the past ones. Um... It did actually look like Maureen O'Brien and Peter Purvis. Uh, it, it, and you okay. like... it was the Draven's costumes that were green in color, despite official depictions since Peter Purvis says that they were indeed blue. So they did go by his thing. Um... They list a bunch of production errors, but I, I'm sure that... Shumley's looked okay for 60s Doctor Who. Yeah. I can't find where I saw Peter Purvis was complaining about something, but... Yeah, actor Peter Purvis has been outspoken in his distaste for the serial, which was originally written for Ian Barber and Vicky. Um, yeah, I can see that. And he also feels that some of the dialogue was... Um, Barbara's lines, and which he didn't like either. So, <laughs> yeah, because they, so, they just they just combine. He did all of Ian and Barbara's parts. Yeah, and, and I did. I don't have any big. I don't think they stood out too much in these episodes. I, I just I don't have anything really poignant to say about either, any of those characters, uh, other than what we mentioned about the first Doctor kind of just being like, well, oh, let's leave, you know, and and leave. <laughs> But, you know, both um, Stephen and Vicky were okay in it, you know. Um, one of them is, which one was it? One of them like sleeping in the bunk for half the episode. Oh, it was Vicky. They both were sleeping in the bunk. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, all right, we have nothing for you to do in this episode, so you're just going to sit here in this bunk, and MAGA is going to ask you some questions every once in a while, or one of the drive-in girls are going to... Yeah, As, it, and you can try to get her to let you go or whatever. And I was just like, okay. I mean, it's it was a, it's a simple episode. It's just like you watch it and just like okay. It's almost too simple. That it's yeah, it was, I mean, you know, it it's, it's like almost was, as if they're just like we got this big Dalek story coming, but we still need to fill out the season. So they threw this one in. Hey, this is simple, easy. We can just do this one real quick. Yeah. Because the next one after this was. Uh, Mission to the Unknown, which yeah. they showed. And, and I I didn't realize that either, because they actually went right into, they they went right, they showed part of the planet um, with Mission to the Unknown, so they actually had a big cliffhanger there, so. Yeah, we're, we're uh, Jeff Garvey is repeating, I must kill after he got infected by, oh, I can't remember what the name of that plant is. Yeah, so, I mean, this episode just didn't blow me away. It was kind of okay. I um, one for them to pick as the first Hartnell to animate, but I can see why they did it, because it was so easy, and they could probably do it real quick. 
Well, it's the earliest non-history episode to have missing episodes because every episode before this was a historical that's that they're missing episodes on. So they obviously... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. And because it's only... Um, um, the Crusade yeah. and... Marco Polo. Marco Polo. Oh, now I see why they picked those. Yeah. So, um, and, and and like we've talked about before, just because they've made the announcement they're no longer going to do any animated episodes, I mean, are they really doing that badly in sales that they decided not to do it? I think they'll, they'll end up doing it. I mean, it's, they don't have that much more to go. Yeah. Looking at um, stories, I mean... Just looking at heart notes, you got one, two, three, yep, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. I thought that there would have been more than You're that. You're not doing any more, and then that animating the uh, Daleks master plan must have a lot of, lot of uh, fans in uproar. I know I'm disappointed. Well, I mean, they were on a roll, and they had quite uh, some of the some of the animation was was well done. Some of it wasn't. Um, again, why are they going to different animated companies? You just find one that you can go with and stick with it. Are they that cheap that they have to? Uh, I went to a, a group event last week, and somebody at the group comes right up to me, and he has he's waving the Web of Fear release that came out with the animated episode, and he goes, how come the animation is so bad in this? And I'm like, well, I, I never bought it. I never saw it, but I heard it was bad. That's why I didn't buy it. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why they, they go from, you know... You know the, that I, is, uh, yeah, the, well, the fear is that obviously the worst of them all. But they, luckily, it's only one episode. But was it the cheapest company they could find? I mean, you know... My brother does computer animation for stuff, and maybe he could do a better job. But, you know, it just, I, I don't know if it's a money thing. Or yeah. It's just, I mean, they're just being stubborn or, or you know. I'm just I, wondering because I'm looking at what's left for Hartnell. He's got, like, the Highlanders. Macro, uh, the Underwater Menace. Bottomless Snowman is coming out and space pirates i mean I, they could if they wanted to they could just animate the episodes and stick it on a box set or the blu-ray box set because you, people are gonna those box sets are people are buying them a lot i mean because those collector ones sell out and that the, the fact that they're re-releasing them as non-collector cover type thing so why don't you just stick some of these animated on. Oh man! Well, they want to make. Hold on a minute. Yeah. Let's go outside. See, Katie is sleeping, so I can't do this upstairs. This dog decides he's going to bark. Come on, go. All right. 
Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, they want to make money, so individual releases will give them more money. You know, you release a DVD and a Blu-ray for however much money you're going to make this much money. You release three animated episodes in one Blu-ray, you can't you can't have the unless you make the Blu-ray price three times as much as it would be. You know, if they're it's, also re-releasing the Blu-ray sets. I mean, I'm, Tom oh, Baker's yeah. first season has already probably been re-released and then re-released again because there's a demand a demand for it. I mean, if you put Marco Polo on the Blu-ray set for season one, you can't tell me that tons of people are going to buy that Blu-ray set. Well, yeah, and that's the way if they release um, Edge of Destruction again, maybe most people won't buy it, but if you release it as a as a box set with Marco Polo, then everyone's going to buy it, and people are going to get mad because it's, it's, it's not available separately, but, um, but then you can jack up the price of the box set. But is it, how much is a box set? Oh, it's about $60 American. Yeah, because, I mean, I got my Galaxy 4 for close to 20 Blu-ray. And so you can see right there they're not going to necessarily make as much money as if they did them separately. But um, I think you're going to get more people buying the set. I, I'm not going to buy – right now I haven't – gone out and bought the box sets the the season sets because i already have all those episodes they are throwing a lot of extras in which makes it enticing but the price is a little high and i just don't i can't afford it right now um but if they do come out with the first season with marco polo animated it's possible that i would probably break down and buy that set i wouldn't necessarily be happy about it but i probably would break down and buy it Maybe more so if they came out with the Dalek Master Plan, because there's more episodes that would be available in that set. That would be worth more. Oh, that season three set, almost that whole season's missing. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. So, um, so that's a way they can make some money. But again, if it's if you have a product and you're going to make money, then why stop it? They can also come out with a missing episode box set or animated box set. There's ways that they that they come out and get you. Yeah. I mean, are they doing this at a loss? Are the animated companies, they're getting charging too much, and they're literally not making any money on these things. Okay, well, then do something different. Try to figure it out. You know, you're going to charge more money. You're going to get more money back you're going to get less people buying this stuff because they don't want to pay a lot of money but but when it comes down to it me personally if they came out with Marco Polo for $10 animated or $50 the real episode that they found I would pay $50 for the real episode um, rather than $10 for the animated you know that's my value on it. Obviously, if we have no choice and it's animated, then yes, I've made a decision to start buying the animateds, and I have all but one of them. I don't have the web of fear, or um, 
you know, I don't know what else is after Galaxy 4. I, I didn't buy any after that. There hasn't been. The next one is supposed to be the Abominable Snowman, and that supposedly is the last one until they can come up with a decision of what they're going to do going forward. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, when it comes to animated versus real, there's no comparison, and, you know... I'd spend more on a real episode than an animated, and you know, but I'm spending as much as on an animated as I would a real one right now because that's I have no choice. But obviously, they're not going to release a choice. There's not going to be, you know, the only way there's a choice is if they come out with Marco Polo and that. Oh, guess what? Six months later, we found the episode. Here it goes. Here you go. And then it's like, yeah, thanks. Now I get to buy both of them. And I'd be okay with that because, you know, well, I wouldn't be okay with it. I mean, it, they would have to come out with all the animateds first. If, if they, you know, going back to that original rumor that should have been true and ended up not being true, I guess, is if they did find all almost all of them, then the BBC could have quickly animated all the episodes, released them all, and then, a, you know, a year or two later, say, guess what? We we found them all and re-release them again and, and have everyone double dip. Boy, that would have made people mad. I, they probably wouldn't have done that, though. It's that's been just, nine years since Doctor Who episodes have been found. Yeah. Well, that's a long time. I don't go. I used to, on a daily basis, I used to go to that... Um, the forums, missing, missing episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm done with that because it's just the the evidence supported that there was a big find, and it was. You know, in the grand scheme of things, finding almost two complete episodes was huge. It's been a long time since they found that many, and it was big. But the fact that they were really, really hinting at the fact that it was going to be a lot more. I, I I hate to say it, but I actually made room on my my um, shelf for them. I I literally moved stuff around and made. I didn't make like I didn't put like okay. I got to leave a space here for Marco Polo, but I just I took from my like from Hartnell to wherever my shelf ended. I actually just removed some and put it down on the other to make room for the extra DVD. And in a way, that's good because now I have some animateds to throw in there. But um. Um, ultimately, yeah, so it sucked. Sure did. And anybody who was adamant that they no no way would they have found that stuff, they're wrong. <laughs> there was enough evidence to support that there was, and it just happened not to happen. Um, but anyways. I get, mad, I get mad thinking about it because that jerk that was on the forum. Oh, yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, so I thought overall that this Galaxy 4 was pretty good. I'm glad we got it. I was looking forward to it. I, it was okay. I mean, I just, you know, the animation was fine. I just was kind of Whatever. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it was a decent episode. Boy, better than than 
almost every single Jodie Whittaker episode, though. That is true. Probably, you know, especially that latest one. Boy. They're they're not offensive. You're watching these episodes, and I'm enjoying them. I watched Doctor Who. I I didn't watch this when it first came out. You didn't either. We're, We're not that... We don't watch it because of that. I know some people do, and they go, oh, I remember watching this when I was a kid or whatever. So I don't have any connection with this episode. I never, I don't have a, I don't have a, 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 I don't have anything invested in it. It's not, it's not doing anything for me to go, oh, wow, I remember this, because there's a lot of shows that do that. I just recently found on Tubi there's a lot of shows like the original Tarzan series, Man from Atlantis, and all these shows that I used to watch when I was a kid and probably wouldn't go out and buy, but now it's like I can watch them for free. I could just, you know. There's a lot of that stuff too on Pluto TV. Yep. And um, those are the sort of things that kind of get my nostalgia, but I wouldn't go out and buy necessarily Man from Atlantis TV series because I didn't like it that much. I'm not a big fan of it. I, I'll watch it again and see what I think of it. But I'll watch. I'll buy Doc, Galaxy Four, Doctor Who, and and you know, even though I I'm a Doctor Who fan, I'll um. Why do I have a WebEx test coming up in a couple of minutes? I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. But anyhow, um, you know, it's one less thing. You know, I'm a completist. I like checking off. That's one more episode that I've seen. I don't consider it. That I I can't sit there and tell you. Every time, you know, I know people love saying, "Oh yeah, I love Galaxy 4. It's like, this is the closest we're going to get, probably. And yes, um, I can review a Galaxy Four and say whether or not I like this better than some of the other episodes. But ultimately, I put a little asterisk next to it, saying, technically, I haven't seen this episode. I've seen uh, one full episode of it, and I can't be a judge of the episode. I can be judge of the animated construct that they've created. <coughs> and that's what I'm doing. So anyways, I think we've rambled on too long for this one. Yes. Anything else? Nope. Thanks for listening.